Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Senior Care Live is the nation's premier radio program where we provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. This is a safe place to get accurate and reliable information you can absolutely count on. And each and every week, we discuss important issues such as how to remain independent in your own home. How to find the right senior care community, how to fight, uh, how to pay for the uh, high cost of senior care and legal issues that would involve elder law and estate planning. We also discuss senior related health issues and how to care for the caregiver. As always, if you have a question, you can reach us on our toll free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. You can also visit, visit us online at senior Care Live, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. Without any further delay, would like to introduce to you my friend and special guest today, Mr. David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And we have another guest in studio today, Chaplain Joel Carmer, and he's also with Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And uh, David and Joel, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Steve. We're glad, glad to be, be here. here today. Yeah. All right. All right. Excellent. Excellent. And so, David, you know, we've spoken before about some of the misconceptions regarding hospice care. And one of the most prevalent myths uh, that is you know, going on to hospice care means that you've given up on living. So, all right. Well, I, I guess we're, we're giving up. Let's call hospice, which is, yeah. uh, uh, boy, I'd sure like to see that turn around. So what do you have to say to someone who might believe that myth? You know, I think it's a great question, Steve, and, and I understand where this belief comes from because one of the, the key tenets of hospice is that to be eligible for the Medicare hospice benefit, the patient makes a decision to give up aggressive treatment of their disease. Mm-hmm. And the focus shifts to comfort, which includes access to an expert team of caregivers who focus on not just managing the physical symptoms that they're facing, but also the emotional and spiritual care for the patient and their family. So what many people hear when they hear the phrase, give up aggressive treatment, is that the person's giving up on life. Hmm. And in, in most cases, um, you know, if a, if a person makes the choice to come onto hospice service early enough to get the full benefits of it, it, it really allows them to live their last months to, the, to their fullest potential. Mm-hmm. And we find that many patients really start to feel physically better once they stop treatment as they find that some of their physical symptoms were really related to the medications or the treatment side effects. But even better, 
The emotional and spiritual renewal can often be uplifting and hopeful in ways that may never have uh, they may have not expected before. Well, you know, that's really, really interesting. So instead of spending their last months pursuing treatment, and again, a lot of this treatment is really harsh and can make you feel awful. uh, It might just be better to spend that time refocusing on living and really, really living. This is frankly, is exactly what we did with my dad uh, in the last several months. So uh, and and that's what we did with my dad with his time that he had left. It's exactly what we did. You know, absolutely. It's always up to the patient um, and their physician as to when the time is right. But what we hear over and over from patients and their families is that they wish they had come to hospice sooner. And this is really important feedback from people who have found that their last months to be filled with hope, joy, comfort because of their experience with Kansas City Hospice. In fact, our mission itself is all about that. It's all about people helping people find this. Okay, so remind me again, what is the mission of Kansas City Hospice? Our mission of Kansas City Hospice is to bring expert care, peace of mind, comfort, guidance, and hope to people who are affected by life-limiting illness or by grief. You know, that's an incredible mission, and I, I absolutely believe you're meeting that mission each and every day. It's, it's very clear to me, uh, but it's probably a lot more difficult than it sounds. So how do you bring peace, comfort, and hope to people who may feel that they have no hope left? You know, the philosophy of hospice emphasizes living each day to its fullest, but this can look really different for each person. And um, as we all know, very few things in life are one size fits all. And this is, you know, the case for, for hospice care as well. What every person who comes into care can expect is an expert, compassionate care team, which includes palliative trained physicians who work closely with each patient's primary care physician, a compassionate team of nurses, social workers, home health aides, chaplains, counselors, and trained volunteers. And our goal is always to meet with the patient and their family where they are physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and then offer them support which meets their needs and goals for what they want their experiences to be. And so for people that are facing the last few months of life or for their family members who often have their own unique needs, it's often the complexity of emotional and spiritual needs which require focused attention. And Steve, to be completely honest, You know, family dynamics, they're very messy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And sometimes, um, you know, they've been simmering under the surface for years, but they bubble up as emotions really run high. And depending upon how they're managed, this is a time that can either end in feelings of peace or lifelong hurt and resentment. So this is why we proudly offer a team of compassionate professionals, which includes counselors and chaplains who can help families navigate the sometimes difficult path towards finding hope, joy, and and peace. You know, that's really, really amazing. So often we think of hospice when we think of the physical aspect of care, but it goes far beyond in both scope and even beyond to the patients. Uh, it, it would go out to their family members and other loved ones as well. I know that uh, we as a family, we benefited greatly mm-hmm. uh, from hospice support. So, David, thank you so much for your leadership of such an incredible organization. I'd like uh, to take a moment to introduce uh, our, our second uh, special guest with us today, uh, Mr. Joel Carmer, he's a chaplain at Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And Joel, tell us a little bit about yourself and your work with Kansas City Hospice. Thanks for having me here, Steve. You bet. You know, I've had the privilege and good fortune in my life to be gifted with such amazing opportunities to serve. 
My undergraduate and graduate degrees have allowed me to work in children's mental health, skilled and Alzheimer's care within the long-term care environment, as well as pastoring several congregations. The past 20 years has given me an opportunity to fulfill many roles within the core services the Kansas City Hospice has to offer, including the team management, as well as my current role as a chaplain and grief support specialist. These experiences allow me to be present with the living and dying, the staff who care for them, as well as their family and friends. They have entrusted their lives to our team to celebrate their joys and to comfort them in their time of sorrows. Ultimately, there is meaning throughout their journey. Okay, that, that's great, Joel. So what are some of the ways that you help patients and families served by Kansas City Hospice to help them find joy and or peace? I think one of my favorite parts of my job is talking to patients about their own unique life experiences and helping them to find ways to live their lives to the fullest, regardless of how much time they have left. We are each unique in our passions and our experiences and in our vision for our own lives. One of my favorite things to do with people is to talk to them about a bucket list. And a bucket list may be something that of high hopes, something to accomplish in their lifetime, and what helps them to shape their end-of-life care. It may be going to a famous landmark or to a family home or learning to play an instrument or doing something very daring that you've never done before. You know, I know that I have a few buckets, uh, a few items on my bucket list. I have, I have buckets of <laughs> items on my, I, I, it's a really long list. I better start getting at it after yes. right now. But I would love to start crossing some of those things off. So yeah. I'll tell you, I, I'm beginning to see what you mean uh, when you say hospice is all about living. So uh, if this is uh, really resonating with some of our listeners and you're wondering, you know, do you or maybe one of your loved ones uh, qualify for hospice care? Uh, is it is it time? Uh, have you ended your your treatments and you want to live that quality of life? Uh, like you said, David, have a, a quality days at the end yep. of your life and live them to the fullest. Uh, David, uh, how can our listeners reach out to you? They can reach out to us by phone uh, at 816-363-2600. Or um, we have resources on our website, which is www.kchospice.org. All right. And so and, and if if you're wondering who I refer my friends and family and my clients to, uh, I refer them to Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. Just uh, a week or two ago, one of my longtime dear friends, uh, he is uh, uh, David, as you know, he's yeah. battling uh, uh, cancer. He's in the battle of his life and he's fighting hard. He's fighting with such grace and dignity. I just love him. And uh, uh, but uh, he asked me uh, about uh, who I would recommend, and I said, listen, call Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, and they'll mm-hmm. come out and talk to you and do an evaluation, and uh, I think he's more of a palliative care uh, candidate, but he had a lot of questions, and uh, I said, you need to hear from the experts. So uh, so if you're wondering uh, who I would recommend calling, call Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care, 816-363-2600. That's 816-363-2600 or online at kchospice.org. That's kchospice.org. 
All right. So let's not forget. Uh, well, we'll continue that conversation right after the break. But we have the Senior Care Live question of the week. And this is really more of a statement. Bucket lists are fun, but not especially meaningful. Is that statement true or false? What's your guess? We'll have the answer right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. Super easy. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the Listen Live button or the big microphone right there on the home page. Give it a few seconds to connect and you're in. It'll stream to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have. It really is that easy. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. Bucket lists are fun, but not especially meaningful. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... False, as you might imagine, study after study has shown that creating a bucket list and checking off accomplishments can go a long way toward finding fulfillment and satisfaction in your life, especially uh, in a uh, in a hospice situation for sure. All right, we're back with special guest today, Mr. David Wiley. He's the president and CEO of Kansas City Hospice and Palliative Care. And Mr. Joel Carmer is a chaplain with Kansas City Hospice. And Joel, before the break, we talked about the role of the bucket lists and finding fulfillment and joy at the end of life. So how does the creation of a bucket list influence a patient's end-of-life care? Well, Steve, the creation of a bucket list allows the patients to communicate their desires and their wants and their wishes with both the medical provider and the family. And by understanding what goals the patient wants to accomplish, their medical team and their loved ones know what type of care the patient wants to receive. And this can help them guide as they make end-of-life decisions. The bucket list is most certainly about the joy and excitement of setting out on new adventures and creating lasting memories for patients and their families. But it can also play a meaningful role in guiding decisions about what each patient wants at their end of life and what it should look like. Wow. So what an important and meaningful job you have. And Joel, I'm sure you have hundreds, literally hundreds of stories that you could share with us. Uh, but we only have, uh, you know, what about five or six minutes left uh, in this segment. Uh, so if you could reflect on some of your interactions that you've had with people uh, at, uh, in care of the Kansas City Hospice, just help us understand what that interaction looks like. That, that'd be great if you would, wouldn't mind sharing a couple of stories with us. Today. You bet. Hundreds is, was hard to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Find a couple. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so I'm going to call this patient Mary. Okay. Uh, and we shared the joy of cooking and canning and creating meals out of what was left out of the refrigerator that need to be eaten. However, her greatest pleasure was to create pastry from her homeland of England. Mm-hmm. One day she asked if I liked mincemeat pie, and, and to her delight and my good fortune, <laughs> I said yes. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
The twinkle in her eye told me she really wanted to share something special with me. We planned our next visit around making miniature mincemeat pies. Unfortunately, she became very ill and we had to cancel. But a couple of weeks later, I received a call from Mary. In her sweet English accent, she said, Joel, are you ready to make those pies? (laughs) I could almost see the twinkle in her eye as her voice had some spunk left in it. When I arrived a couple days later to her home, she had her apron on and everything we needed all laid out on the work surface. I barely shut the door behind me when she asked me to bend down as she placed an apron on me that she had just made for me out of a tablecloth. Nice. Yes, tablecloth. <laughs> now, I'm 6'2", and she was just shy of five feet, and so she giggled as I got down on my knees so she could reach my head to place the apron over me. Yep. For the next three hours, we made mincemeat pies, and she shared stories of her youth while living in England. And after baking those pies, we sat down with fresh, steeped Earl Grey tea made from Twinings, the tea of her homeland. Tutor in nature, she wouldn't let me clean up her kitchen, so we did it together. The cleanup was more subdued, and we had time processing our time together. We hugged when all the duties were complete, and she made a care package for me with the majority of the pies and gifted me with one of the pie pans she had brought over from England. Of course, I still had my apron on. She died a couple months later, but her legacy will live on. Every year since her death, my wife and I make many mincemeat pies with Mary's recipe, including her pan and, of course, the beloved apron. you got to have the apron, too. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Then the twinkle that she had in her eye has found a joyful place in my eye. See that, and I love to cook, so I, I can. I'm totally on board with that one. That that's that's a beautiful story. And I think you have another story that you'd like to share. Yeah, I do. So I had just come back from a trip in one of my favorite places in Michigan, where I get restored by the beautiful sandy shores and the clear waters of Lake Michigan. So where I go is not a touristy area, and the beach is very nature-filled, which is another way of saying it's not popular for those wanting to play and to sunbathe. I was needing some time away and a respite and time for renewal. And after a few days of solitude, I decided to capture a brief one-minute video of the beautiful surroundings and the sound of the water lapping on the sand. A couple of days later, when I returned from work, I had an appointment with a new patient who was admitted just the day before. Her name is Carol. And beginning to share her heartache with me regarding an annual pilgrimage her and her brother had made when they were children. And since they were children, now they're in their 70s. She asked that um, that she wanted to talk about that a little bit more. And, and I asked her to describe what it meant to, to her. She sat back in her chair and closed her eyes and began to talk with such peace about a church campground on the shores of Lake Michigan and how much she felt at home there. She had a tear coming down her cheek as she said she was having difficulty remembering what the water sounded like just as it touched the sand. I sensed she was talking about the area where I had just come from. Wow. I went to the car and got the recording. My heart was pounding, and I had just made that recording a few days earlier. I asked her to close her eyes again while I played it. After a few seconds, her eyelid bolted open, and with a smile across her face, she squealed, That's it! That's it! That's the sound! That is amazing. (laughs) It was, isn't it? She closed her eyes and listened to the rest of the recording, all while that smile still prominent all along her face. On the close of each visit following that day, 
We would listen to the recording together, both sitting in a comfortable chair, head back, eyes closed, with smiles joyfully across our faces. As she began to decline in later weeks, we talked about her funeral plans. Her hope was that her brother would be able to take her cremains and spread them on those sacred shores, but his health was also in decline. She looked at me with intention and silence, and we both knew how important that was for her. Mm -hmm. I offered. She quickly accepted. She had a written prayer she wanted uttered while her ashes were being released. And on that last visit before her death, we again closed our eyes and listened to the waves on the sand. A few months later, in the throes of summer, I stood in those sacred waters and released her ashes. And while uttering the prayer, I found myself with eyes closed and a broad smile across my face, just as we had shared so many times in the oh, past. my gosh. <laughs> David, I don't know if you saw, I was, I had goosebumps. Absolutely. On my arms hearing that story. That is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Uh, so hospice, and again, I have, I'm, I'm just, I'm literally, I'm just chilled, uh, th- throughout my spine just, just hearing this and how deep that is and how meaningful that is. Uh, so if, if this has touched you like it's touched me, reach out to Kansas City Hospice, 816-363-2600, and, and check it out. And if you qualify for either hospice or palliative care, Kansas City Hospice will take excellent care of you and your family. David and Joel, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you Steve. Us. All right, we'll have more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to go back and, and listen to it again or maybe share the program with someone else, no worries at all. Go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on that podcast tab, and that's where you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. Just click on the one you want. Again, give it a few seconds to connect, and it'll stream right to your electronic device, and lots of people do that. All right, so would like to introduce to you my friend and special guest in studio, Mr. Dane Johnson. He's the operator of Home Care Assistance, Kansas City. You've heard from Dane before. We're going to have a great conversation today. Uh, but if you uh, need assistance in your home, and we're going to talk about what that is and how that can help you, reach out to Home Care Assistance right here in Kansas City, 913-663-5000, or online at Home Care Assistance KC.com. 
Dane, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me back. All right. You've got, an, uh, you've got another one of those uh, sharp uh, golf shirts. I, I need to get me some of those. Another polo. Uh, yeah, go. yeah. That's, uh, that looks that looks great. And I, and I need my, uh, my Senior Care Consulting and Senior Care Live logos on there. Get that so done. Every time I see you, that reminds me. I need to ask you where you get that done. So, <laughs> But uh, anyway, so Dane, let's, let's just talk about, uh, again, I know you have some great client stories, uh, but uh, uh, let's talk about what... What is it? What does home care mean? What do you? How can you help people in their homes? Yeah, first off, talk a, a little bit about the general idea of what we do. Um, no matter where you call home, hopefully that's still in your own private residence. If not, we'll take care of you wherever you're at, assisted living, skilled nursing, wherever it is, hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will come in and provide personal one-on-one care anywhere from a few hours a day to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we will assist with all personal care needs, so bathing, toileting, dressing, uh, all of those things, along with light house cleaning, um, cooking meals, so doing laundry, linens, um, you know, changing the sheets, mm-hmm. uh, transporting. We will also transport our clients to doctor's appointments, to go out to lunch, to meet friends, to go play cards somewhere, whatever you would like to do. Uh, we want to keep you as independent as possible and get you wherever you would like to go. Absolutely. And uh, according to the AARP, I've quoted this several times, but uh, and to no surprise, 90% of those polled, and it was a huge study, said, I want to stay home. I want to remain independent in my home as long as possible. And so when you were going through that whole list of services, and that's a lot of support for someone, what you were describing to me in, in my world, because I help people find uh, some of the different senior care communities at different levels, you're describing assisted living. Assisted living is in the home is how we explain it a lot of times, plus even some more perks. You get to have whatever meals you'd like to have. You get to go wherever you'd like to go when you want to go there. You don't have to wait for the transportation um, schedule to open up. You don't have to wait for the bus. You don't have yeah. to wait for the driver. <laughs> You've got your personal transportation. Um, it's a very tailored service uh, per client, what their needs are. It's not a general, this is what we do, this is what you get. Um, it's, it's very tailored to each client. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, I, I just spoke with the gentleman this last week uh, about a continuing care retirement community, and he had the idea or the really the options of uh, of kind of downsizing from a home with, you know, three stories, et cetera, maybe moving into a ranch style home and have that modified so that they can age in place, you know, particularly for his wife and for him as well uh, in the future uh, and doing that and bringing in home care versus moving to a continuing care retirement community. And as I listened to him, uh, you know, they really love being at home. They love being together. Uh, and and he said, "What would you do?" And I said. I would move into the ranch style house. I would customize that to where you could live there as long as possible. And I would call Dane and I, and I gave him your phone number and everything. And of course, uh, he had heard about home care assistance, uh, uh, Kansas City through the radio program. But, um, but the, you know, the bottom line is if you can stay home and remain independent there, and as long as that's safe and, and, and it, and, and it's, it's doable, I, I don't know why you, you wouldn't want to do that. I, I think, you know, most people want to do that. Yeah. A couple of things you said, Steve, aging in place. I mean, that, that is huge. 
huge for most people. Many people don't really want to move into a facility. Um, and then as long as it's safe, um, and we use the common sense with that as well. If there's a situation that's too medical or something that we can't handle because we are a non-medical company, uh, if there's somebody we can bring in like home health or hospice to help out, we yeah. will. Yeah. But if we realize and know that you need to go to a facility, we're not going to try to keep you at home when you shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, and our care managers can really notice that uh, with their involvement and in, in how much oversight they give to each client. And, you know, when I spoke with him about home care assistance, Kansas City, uh, I mentioned care managers and he goes, mm-hmm. so now, now what is that? So, uh, because I mean, he, it was, it was, it's a great question because he, he hadn't heard that term before. And I said, when you work with home care assistance, Kansas City, along with the service and, and the staff that would come to your home and help, help you and help your wife, there's a care manager that manages everything. And I gave him an example of, uh, you know, life happens. So what if someone's child is sick or someone doesn't feel well and they have to call in sick? And, and what if that care was going to be for his wife and he really needed to keep his appointment that day? Uh, and, and I, and I'm, I don't mean to throw too many places under the bus, mm-hmm. but there are some places that would give him a call and say, uh, hey, hey, sir, I, I'm sorry, but uh, so-and-so couldn't make it today. Maybe tomorrow, uh, if they even called it all. But that does not happen with Home Care Assistance Kansas City. Tell us what the care manager's role is and how they would handle someone who wasn't able to fill a shift. Yeah, Steve, that's a, that's a great point. Um, our, our care managers are there for our clients all the time. Um, if we had a caregiver call in sick last minute, our care manager is going to head to that client's home. Um, I'm happy to say that since I opened this company, we have not once called a client and said, so-and-so sick, uh, we're not going to have anybody for you today. Mm-hmm. That is 100% unacceptable to us, and yeah. it's never happened. Whether it's a care manager or even another office staff, yeah. I've filled a couple shifts in my time. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't happen too often. It's not yeah. my forte, but we will get somebody there to be with your loved one because we know you have to go to work. Yeah. You have your appointments that you've been waiting for a month to get. Um, we want to make sure that we are there for you. Uh, and, and the care managers really, really want to do this, along with managing the care as a whole, making sure the caregivers are doing what they're supposed to be doing, doing pop by visits, having that extra level of oversight. You know, whether it's, hey, mom needs a hospital bed. I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, help me out. Our care managers can walk through that. Any assistive devices, anything that comes up, they can help manage. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the biggest issues for the caregiver, so in, in this situation, one spouse caring for another spouse mm-hmm. is caregiver burnout. Uh, it's it's huge, and I, I'm sure you've seen this as well. You've been in this business for a long time, but I've seen time and time again where the caregiver they put their needs on the back burner. They they don't go to their doctor's appointments, and they have they need to go, and and they don't go see their dentist, and they don't spend time with the guys or with the gals, and they don't uh, go to their church service that they love to do, and and they're and they're suffering, and that adds stress. And I've seen a lot of caregivers actually pass away, mm-hmm. fr- just being crushed from that stress, and uh, uh, and then you've defeated the whole purpose because now you're not here to take care of this person that you love so much, uh, and and so you know. 
caregiver burnout could be solved easily with a call to Home Care Assistance Kansas City. It can be, you know, and if you're just using us a, f- a few days a week for four or five hours a day, um, you know, that's perfectly fine. Just so you can get out and do your own thing, be with your girlfriends, be with your, you know, your guy friends, play yeah. cards, whatever it may be. But the stat is astronomical on the amount of people that end up going into the hospital or even passing away before their loved one does that they're taking care of. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just crazy. You know, It's when you think about it, should a 90-year-old be taking care of a 90 year old? No. Uh, not really, <laughs> no. right? <laughs> There's some 90-year-olds, 100-year-olds that are in great shape. Sure. But they shouldn't be having to care for somebody else. And that's where we come in. Um, you know, again, even if it's handful of hours a day, a few days a week, or they're 24-7. Okay, and uh, we had talked about, you know, someone, you know, calling in and not able to make the shift. And again, life happens, that happens. Exactly. Uh, and so so to have you be in business for this long and not have a shift that was missed, you've covered all of them, including, you know, the owner-operator going out and taking care of, of, of the client, of the family member, uh, until another, you know, backup staff can, can make it, uh, that is why you should definitely reach out to Home Care Assistance Kansas City at 913-663-5000, 913-663-5000, or online, it's, you spell it just as it sounds, Home Care Assistance KC. Dot com and Dane, so you're you're uh, located at, at College and Metcalf, and that's a Kansas number. But you you cover the entire metro area, is that correct? Service the entire metro, Steve. Exactly. So south, uh, a client we'll talk about in a minute is close to Lewisburg, to North KC, to Lee Summit. Uh, we don't really go to Lawrence. Okay. Uh, we don't really go to Lawrence, but West Shawnee, mm-hmm. etc. So the entire KC metro. Yep, the entire. Uh, I like to call it the, the, the three areas of Kansas City. So the Kansas side, the Missouri side, and north of the rivers. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So home care assistance, Kansas City. And, and you just heard about some of the many ways, transportation, running an errand, maybe taking your loved one out to get her hair done. How about that? That's really important. I don't totally look forward to that, but I know my wife absolutely loves it. Oh, I'm going to go see Joe today. And I'm like, okay, that's great. She's all excited about it. I'm just like, <laughs> okay, you're going to get a haircut. But for the ladies, you know, that's, a, that's a big deal. It could be something as simple as that to enrich the life of someone who is homebound. Home Care Assistance, Kansas City, 913-663-5000 or online at homecareassistancekc.com. Right after the break, we'll continue our discussion on home care services with Dane Johnson. We'll be right back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, be sure to call us on our toll-free number anytime. That's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. 
back to my friend and special guest today in studio, Mr. Dane Johnson. He's the operator of Home Care Assistance Kansas City. You can reach out to Dane and the great folks at Home Care Assistance Kansas City at 913-663-5000. That's 913-663-5000. So super easy to remember. We're online at Home Care Assistance KC. Dot com. And uh, Dane, off mic, you were uh, mentioning uh, you're caring for an individual, and uh, it's a little, it's not your normal caregiver situation, but you're helping them so much. Would you mind, could you share that story with us? Yeah, today? yeah, it's a little bit out of the norm, Steve, and it's it, for multiple reasons. Yeah. Um, one, they live south of town a little bit, you know, they're close to Lewisburg. Two, uh, it's a 50-some-year-old, uh, I think around 56, so okay. it's a young, young adult, young. if you would think. Heck, you know. he's younger than I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> most, most of the time when you think about our services, you're thinking about 80, 90-year-olds, yeah. Um, yeah. but we will handle all over the spectrum. They don't have to be a certain age. Sure. Uh, if they need assistance, they need assistance. But it's it's a little different in the fact that it's it's further south, closer to Lewisburg. Um, client is getting rehab at uh, Overland Park Rehab. Okay. Uh, his wife still works. Being in their mid fifties, yeah. she works during the day. Oh boy. Uh, he had a he had a stroke, um, a pretty uh. good stroke, where he had to actually go to go to Madonna in Nebraska, and mm. and now he's back here. Um, and he's so had some heavy duty rehab. He's there. had a lot of rehab, a lot of rehab. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's been it's been tough, but he's he's making it. Yeah. So uh, she will bring him to rehab, go to work. We will pick him up at rehab around okay. lunchtime. OK. And then take him back home, help him get his meals, um, do a lot of, of companionship, to be honest, um, and just help him around the house, do the things that, that she would normally help him with, but enable her to be at her job mm-hmm. um, and not worry about him being at home and, and you know, the issues that he's going to have without somebody being there with him. Um, so it's definitely a little out of the norm as far as age and distance and, you know, picking up from rehab. A lot of people think, okay, well, you know, you're not going to transport my loved one, but we will we'll yeah. transport him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of something that most people don't think that we do. Um, so then we'll be with him until, until his wife gets home from work. See, so what a blessing that is. Uh, so, so she can just drop him off on the way to work. Guaranteed, she's missed a ton of work by now. Already, definitely. <laughs> I mean, yep. a ton of work, yep. I bet. And so uh, she wants to, you know, keep her job. And most employers are, are really good uh, about supporting their staff, but at some point, there, there's a line where this is not working. You got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and so this allows her to keep her job, and then have some peace of mind. You talk about some, some, uh, some serious peace of mind, knowing that her husband will have an intense morning of rehab. Hopefully, he's uh, he's getting some of his capabilities back here. But uh, uh, he's he's having rehab, and you'll take him home. Your caregivers would take him back home to their home in Lewisburg. That's in Miami County. And so uh, that's part of the uh, – I consider it part of the uh, kind of extended uh, KC metro area. And so uh, that just goes to show you, you, you help uh, uh, families all over the metro. And then uh, you can be there for him in the afternoon and help him, you know, cook and, 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 and do all the things that need to be done and just what a wow what a lifesaver yeah and hopefully he's had a good you know good workout from pt and so forth and we get him home we get him some some lunch and then we you know get him in uh get him in the shower get him bathed get him dressed uh you know and ready for the rest of the day 
um, to do whatever activities he'd like to do. Yep. And then his wife can come home, and she's probably tired from you know the the normal work day, uh, but she doesn't have to worry about you know making meal. He he's mm-hmm. eaten, uh, he's been taken care of, and she can uh, you know do some you know caregiver responsibilities during the evening, or maybe you can do that as well. But she can come home to her husband and not instantly go into caregiver mode. Exactly, she can come home and be his wife, and our caregiver can even have a meal ready for dinner. Yeah, um, it, you know the caregiver probably will will prepare dinner and. And then as soon as she gets home, she'll step out and, and the wife can come home and actually be the wife and not have to jump into making a meal and, and helping her husband and so forth. It just that relief is, is huge. And helping him with the bath or the shower. That's a that's a huge lift mm-hmm. there, by the way. That's a lot. Uh, you know, trying trying to deal with the bath or shower with someone who needs help. I mean, that's a that's a big task. And, you know, we might take a shower in five or 10 or 15 minutes uh, and uh, it may take an hour, an hour and a half to help someone who needs a lot of help uh with with the bath or shower that yeah. that's a that'll wear your spouse out real fast <laughs> yeah it sure will yeah it sure will and steve i just thought of something it's you know and this isn't an everyday thing this happens a few days a week on the days he does have rehab um so keep in mind that our schedules are very flexible and they match what you need we don't have a very common question I have is, well, what are your set shifts? You know, you think of a hospital or facility and you've got people seven to seven or nine to five Mm -hmm. or seven to three, eight hour shifts. Um, but we are not set at all. Your shifts can be 10 to four. It can be noon to seven, uh, whatever hours you need, we are completely flexible to. And again, we'll tailor that to what you need. And you can start off with, uh, you know, maybe uh, four hours, you know, maybe three times a week to get a little bit of help. And then you can expand those hours over time if needed. And a lot of people do that very thing. A lot of people expand. A lot of people decrease as well. Yeah. Um, that's a, you know, that's a big thing. A lot of people think, well, oh my goodness, I'm starting at 12 hours a day, seven days a week. My hope is to get better. What's the situation? We don't have a, a, a contract or anything. We simply have a consent agreement. Yeah. Give us 24 hour heads up and we can fluctuate shifts. No problem. And uh, and again, if, if there are any issues in filling that shift, which, you know, life happens, it comes up once in a while. You have care managers that can step in. You have other staff that can step in. Uh, but the bottom line is you haven't missed a shift. And uh, I doubt if any other home care providers, frankly, I doubt if they could they could claim that, make that claim. So that is amazing. Home care assistance, Kansas City at 913-663-5000 or online at home care assistance kc.com and Dane, if if someone's you know wanting to to remain independent in their home and they're 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 asking just like the gentleman I visited with this last week, uh, he was talking about you know a little different situation. But if you're struggling between should we move to assisted living or should we stay home, you know assisted living facilities along with the level of care, you know you're looking at six or seven thousand dollars, and some of them are going up to maybe close to ten thousand dollars a yep. month. You could have a lot of support from Home Care Assistance Kansas City and remain in your home. Exactly. Yeah. And I think what you were getting to, Steve, is is uh, how to get a hold of us. Um, you can definitely receive a lot of care for that six to $8,000 mark. Um, but, you know, the first thing you need to do is just give us a ring. That easy number that Steve gave you, the 913-663-5000. Give us a call on that. It's never too early to call us. Pre-planning is not a bad idea. Uh, even if you're just thinking about it for down the road, we're happy to have a conversation with you. Myself, my care manager, just give us a call. We'd be happy to check 
chat. And then you'll lay out a plan of care with so many hours. And like you said, you're flexible on that. Uh, someone coming home from the hospital may need a lot of hours. And as they're improving and getting stronger, then they can, you can taper that down and just totally customize it for their, their individual needs. Yeah, we'll completely tailor it to that client. And as they progress, uh, whether it's up or down, we're happy to change things. Perfect, perfect. Dane Johnson with Home Care Assistance, Kansas City at 913-663-5000, 913-663-5000, or online at homecareassistancekc.com. Dane, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it, and thanks for all that you do for uh, all of our families here in the Kansas City Metro. Steve, I appreciate you, and listeners, thanks for listening. All right. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.